You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Do you think you'll have another? I actually, to be honest with you, if if I was at a different place in my life, I would have wanted like four. I really love them. I love the feeling of kids and the chaos. This is the Nikki and Bree Show. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Nikki and Bree show. And oh my goodness, I'm so glad to be back. I feel like it's been a little bit. I know. And every time you're on set, Nikki just got back from Barmageddon. I just got back from Nashville. 10 days in Nashville. And I feel like every time you're on the Barmageddon set, I barely hear from you. Well, it's that chaotic. So we just wrapped season two, 10 episodes, bigger and better than ever. I mean, I didn't know how we could go bigger and better than last season, but we sure did. Awesome. But we don't, you don't get it. You don't have the opportunity to sleep that much. It's work, work, work. And you know me being a host. It's like, I am focused. You've been there. Mm -hmm. So, but I have to say it was so much fun. Was it fun? (gasps) I just. Can you tell us any guests that are going to be on? We have an NFL quarterback. (laughs) We have comedians. We have, gosh, we have some musicians. I don't know if I could say exactly. Um, yeah, we, we have a lot of incredible people. I'll put it that way. And right. so, yeah, a, a, you know, a, a lot of fun people this season. Wow. It was just every show you were just like, how can we even top this one? And we would, and there's new games this season and the new games are so fun and hilarious. Um, and Blake and Carson are just the best. I always have such a great time with them and they make me laugh so hard. I mean, they truly are the greatest bromance yeah, in the world. Yeah, they're pretty hilarious. They're well, I'm so excited. Funny. I'm excited when this comes out. It's gonna I know. Be fun. It's going to be really fun. I'm, I, I hope Barmageddon lasts so many seasons because I truly just have such a fun time on set. I was missing Mateo like crazy. Um, Artem too, of course, but Mateo like, like crazy. But then I get so busy in it. Um, but it, it, like I have a lot of fun. It's not like I dread it. Like I'm gone. And I'm like, oh, and I miss him. I'm having such a blast. And Nashville is so fun. Okay, Bree, I didn't think Nashville could get even crazier than last year when you were there, when you went against Sasha. It is even more crazy. There are even more tourists, 
even more buildings and bars and all the things. And it was so much fun. That energy there, like... I, I have to say, every time Nashville, I'm there, I'm like, I get it. Live music, good drinks. I have some it's amazing fun. ideas that I need to discuss with you later. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I just feel like I, I want to have somewhat of a presence there since being the host of Armageddon. And well, and I'm, we film live. And well, I am a... live, but from all red. And I am a champ, so we all know I'm good at bar games. We do know that. 20 years of practicing. I better be good. Shit. Well, and today's a special day. Well, actually, it was yesterday. It was a special day. Um, My little one, little birdie, turned no, six. That's right. I can't even believe it. Birdie Joe Danielson, six years old. I can't believe it. But um, That went by so fast. It's gone fast. And it she is. just is so mature and... Uh, she's just so cute. I can't get over her. I know. And, you know, we just had um, her. a big birthday party. Well, we did. And if you follow me on Instagram, um, at Brie, B-R-I-E. Oh, okay. We get it. You're the cool one. I am. Um, you will see um, how I put her birthday party together, which is really funny. And you know what? It rained on her birthday. Like the one time I do a do-it-yourself sign, I, it was like, you are magic. And I was going to have the magic show in front of it. And I was so excited. And then it's pouring rain. But, you know, I've said it made it more magical. Aww. We're all cozy inside. There's 45 people. And it, it was really special and a lot of fun. And I was like, wow. At the end of the day, I was just like, that was a really fun party. Aww. Birdie was a little bird nine. deserves that. Oh, yeah. She, I, I, she, when you told me, what was it she said? Um, I mean, she just said I was literally the greatest mom in the world. Yeah. I gave her the best party. That, I mean, I know. That says it all. It does. And so, and it's crazy. She's six and she's thriving in school and she's just starting to learn how to read and all these like just big growth developments are happening in the last couple months. And like the way she writes in cursive, I, I just I mean, can't believe it. I'm just like, wow, time it. flies. But time really does fly, doesn't it? It, it does. Especially when you're a parent. I mean, I came back and I, I was like, Mateo, you grew more inches. Like they just, they grow so fast and you, being gone for 10 days, I just, it felt, it felt so much longer because coming back and how he was speaking more, taller, all the things. But it was cute because he asked about me a lot when I was gone. I bet. I bet he missed you. He did. He so sure cute. did. Oh, well, look at that, Brie. Family life is just going great. And thank you for letting Mateo come over to Birdie's birthday. Yes. I, he loves Birdie. He does. And I made sure the boys came later. Like I told Brian, I'm like, you have to get a hotel room and you and Buddy. That was smart, actually. It was. That. And you know what? Birdie and I Because had Brie is the ultimate pinterest diy mom and so birdie and brie had their house decorated so cute but you couldn't have a toddler running around there no and we what i did is you guys did the night before right we did it the night before and i made it a really fun night birdie and i ordered food we like had music going we decorated together so and then her and i had a cute little slumber party and um we woke up in the morning and just Went back to it and, oh, she just was having the greatest time and nobody to destroy anything. Yeah. And then when he came later on, you know. How did Brian say the hotel room or hotel? Oh, he said they had such a great time. Oh, really? Yeah. And they slept good. So it was important, I think, too, for he and Buddy to have that, you know, makes, it, it changes things up. So it was really nice. But yeah, so it's been a really good week, but I have to say it's nice to have you back. Thank you. 36. I have my sidekick back. Yep. Life is good. Life is good. And I am so happy to be back. 
And I'm also really excited for our next guest. Me too. Yeah, this is a great surprise to come home to because she's one of my favorites. She was one of the hosts of The Real. She won an Emmy for Outstanding Entertainment Talk Show Host. And she's just overall badass. She also has a show out right now called America's Test Kitchen, The Next Generation, streaming on Amazon Freebie. Let's bring on Jeannie Mai. But first, a quick break. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having 
a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee, why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this and I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Jeannie. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? I feel like it's been so long. No, when is the last time I saw you guys? Was it the real? Yeah, and right when it, we all of a sudden were shut down, what like a week or two later? Yes, yes. That was like I remember that crazy. I just uh, the only my timeline of you guys is you guys became a mom before I did, and I remember seeing you, and you guys were just like in the middle of the madness of toddler world, and oh. now I'm entering it, and that's like that. Those are all the questions I want to ask you today. Like I don't care about yes. any other parts of yeah. your life. I just want to know all the tips, all the tricks. What the fuck are you doing yes. through it? That's yeah. what How I. How old is your? Yeah, right. <laughs> How old is your little one? She's 15 months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. 15 oh, months. Yeah. Her name's Monaco. Here, I have a picture of her. Isn't she oh, so? Oh my god. She's, she is precious. She's beautiful. What oh, about god. you guys? She seems so that. happy. I know so she I is. Have- I have a daughter who's going to be six here soon. And then um, our boys are two and a half. 
two and a half and whoo, whoo, the terrible twos. So two and a half is more fun than 15 months. Cause now they're talking, right? Yeah. But they're telling you off. It's kind of weird. You're almost like, wait, what? I, I know we know the word no, but right? we're not going to use it as well, much as you do. And you know what? I never understood the whole like toddlers are assholes because I'm like all the toddlers I met, like they're so cute and they're still at that lovable age. And my son is a very sweet boy and has always been a very sweet one. And the past month, he's turned into a dickhead. Like he has no this moment and okay. he'll be so loving. And then yeah. when things don't go his way, he'll hit, he'll do like all the toddler yeah. stuff, not listen. Same. Just recently. So Monaco's very, very feisty, but I'm going to straight up in real talk in these streets, we call that a bitch. She's legit a bitch. And when I tell my friends, they're like, you mean she's sassy? I'm like, no, no, no. I have sassy friends. <laughs> I, I don't have bitches. Like, I know when I'm a bitch. Like, I see it. She's like, she'll pop you in her face, in your face. She will not want to do the things. She doesn't want to deal with people. It's it's crazy because, like, I don't know. I even like her more because she's so selective, you yes, know, than what I, I thought. I thought they would be like cooing and kissing you all the time and doing anything you want and posing for pictures like a plant. And you're like, She's like, no, she's like, get this off of me. This is stupid. And she's like, you know, dominating the room. And I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to be so grateful when she's older and when she doesn't fall into peer pressure. She's going to be that bitch. Yes. And like, yes, like, no, I'm not going to do this. A leader, not yes. a follower. That's what she's going to be. You know, it's a crazy leader, because, yeah, you know, my daughter was such an easy baby, very calm. Like I, I literally was like, dang, I'm a good mom, like yeah. a good mom. Then my son came and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. No. I just had a good, <laughs> yeah. He makes me feel like new parent every day. And my daughter, I just was like, I wasn't a good mom. I had a good baby, but last night, and this is when they were so correct that time flies with your kids. My daughter, every night I sing to her, we read books, do the whole thing. I'm singing and she's like, mom, I, I know that song means a lot to you because you've been singing that to me since I've been a baby, but I, it's time to be done with that. I feel like I'm too old now for you to sing to me. She I literally like my face dropped. She, she did not. Did, and I kind of got teary eyed and that was it. And like this morning, even at breakfast, she put salt in the wounds and she was like, and you know, the cuddling, it's, it's a long time, which I'm like, you're the one who made me cuddle for like so long. She's like, maybe we just do like a quick kiss, hug, and then like we're done. And I'm no. Like, oh. Yes. And she'll be six May 9th. And so I I can't believe that's it. Her and I, that part is. Wow. That, that will destroy me. Yeah. And then I, I know. Husband, yeah. Like, you know, at least I have my son, but my son doesn't do it as sweet as my daughter. I mean, sometimes I get the Heisman when I'm singing or weird things. <laughs> But I just can't believe that's it. That chapter in my daughter in our life is that was it. Short lived. I hope you Short got some lived. videos because that's it. I know. Yeah. I can't. Damn, believe it. girl. Oh my god. I can't believe I have that to look forward to. That's crazy. Because you have a 15 month old. Isn't it interesting how much you age? You. I mean, I feel like when I have kids, I'm like, why did I just age like five years? Because you're yeah tired. Yeah, so the tired thing. Okay. Yeah. First off, the crazy thing is. I used to hate moms who use the month thing. Like whenever I'd ask how old their kids are, they're like 36 months or something harder, like 42 months. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. So I now, and that mom, because I don't know, it just slipped into me. Like I'd rather say a year and a half. She's a year and a half. Year, I'm going to say that from now on because I don't like the month thing. 
It, it makes that was me. I don't think I ever really used the month thing. I remember I did. I remember you one time I was on use the month. Thing I was all the time. I, but you know why? I think because I had the apps where I was going through like the monthly growth spurts and yes. everything. So I just yes. think that's what happened. Yeah. I remember I was on Jimmy Fallon one time and yeah. I referred to Birdie as like I 17 months. Oh, yeah. I was like, you mean? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not mom. It's funny. Yeah. Th- those moments of, oh, my gosh, you're that mom. That is one of them for me. The time that I got shit under my um, acrylics and I didn't care and I just like flicked it off and I wiped it rushed <laughs> because I was like trying to get out of the house and I was like, I'll, I'll sanitize it in the car. That was crazy because I definitely was like, I will never let my fingers touch. I, I even bought gloves in the beginning after she, when she was just born, I was like, why are like moms out there this, like, they're not getting it. You can do gloves and make this so much more easier. You don't, your hands don't have to touch poop. You don't give up. I'm pretty sure it's flown in my mouth before. You don't care at all. Um, Also, I thought I used to gag when people throw up. I used to gag when I smell things, your kid. It's so true when it's yours, you don't care. Like nothing about her is gross. Nothing. In fact, when Monaco yawns, I put my face so close to her mouth just because I want to smell her breath because baby breath is so yummy. Guys, so yummy. I, I'm legit weird. So weird. I love it no, all. No, but we're, but we're the same. We're so it's the like, same. Sometimes I'm like, I, my son, he still kisses me with his mouth open. And I love. think it's the cutest thing. It's the best thing. The and best. I'm like, I'm not even going to teach him different. I know eventually he will because Birdie was the same. Right. But I'm just like, we snuggle so much. And I just smell him all the time because I'm just like, I'm so upset. Obsessed yes, human being. It's yeah, so you're just obsessed. Bad. Yes, I will hold her like a Subway sandwich and roll her around to smell all the best bits. Like when she comes out of her crib, this part's sticky right here. Um, the nape of her neck has hair stuck on it. Those are the parts that I'm like, and then I put her feet oh up my in God. my mouth. It's disgusting. I love oh, yeah. crazy and I don't care. I love it. Do you think you'll have another? I do. I I do. We we're already talking about it and we're already kind of working on it. I actually, to be honest with you, if, if I was at a different place in my life, I would have wanted like four. Yeah. I, I really love them. I love the feeling of kids and the chaos. I love the chaos. I grew up in a home with 15 family members in a three bedroom. Wow. Yeah. I have two brothers and my mom and my dad. And as soon as they were okay, they decided to sponsor the rest of my family over that couldn't escape from Vietnam because my mom and dad are both refugees. They fled from Vietnam in 1978, 1977 for my dad. And the guilt of having made it over here without having the rest of my family able to make it over, just, you know, it it loomed over us for a long time. So finally, when we were able to get them over, it was the best part of my childhood. I just, we had one bathroom. We had wow. the stove was always filled with with pots and pans and things cooking, delicious smells. I was learning Vietnamese from across the room. We were teaching my grandmother how to say what's up. Like it was just mm-hmm. always lit. There was like a mountain of shoes by the front door that my friends had to like push the door through in order to get in the house and step over. It was so much fun. And so today, you know, my husband has a nine-year-old daughter who is sometimes with us. And then we have Mama Mai, my my crazy fun mom. My brother helps us out at the house too, but it still feels like it's missing bodies, you know? And so I I would have had four. So definitely I want to have another. Oh my gosh, I love that. It's, you know, for me, because I get asked that question a lot and I feel like if it was earlier on, because I just started later that I would have had more, but I feel like I'm a one and doneer. 
And I wow. like grew. Wait, I, I want to know more about that. Why? Yeah, why? I think she doesn't because... like chaos. No, okay. I do. Well, I. You're right. Like it's like depends I am the chaotic the chaos. house. Yeah, like the, all the dogs barking and the craziness. And I think because being so busy and then going, I and I think I'm in the toddler stage right now, and it's kicking my ass. And yeah. I know you're the same when you're like hands on and you want to be hands on, and then you're also doing your career stuff. It's like you're just mentally drained and exhausted drained. all the time. Yes. Yeah. And I told to Artem and I was like, Artem, like, because he would love to have another one and he'd love to have a little girl. But I was like, this is really hard on me. And I want to be the best of both. And that's hard being a, the best mom. Yeah. I'm good at my career. And like, I don't know how long I could live yeah. doing this for, you know, another time. And and like Dancing with Stars, we live in Napa Valley. So I need you to know really quick. Months, you just reminded me that you're married to Artem. Like just, yes, yeah. I'm dying right now because I need you to know that when I was on dancing and I found that out, everything, I pictured everything. I was like, <laughs> how did they make coffee together? How did they like, like, where did they go? What kind of things do they talk about? Like, I even pictured you guys in bed. I was yeah, like, I love it. Well, how do they get down? Because Artem <laughs> is like, he's quiet on set. He doesn't really exude a personality that I, he's just professional and yeah. classy. And from what I've seen of you guys, you guys are fun and rambunctious and loud. And so I was always oh, yeah. like, wait, this is the best, like, you know, I love when two different sides of the world come together. Cause then it makes you just picture everything. Um, totally. Remember he would laugh at my jokes. And so that that's like, I know oh, he, he loves you. He loves oh, you. Tell him I love him back. Yes. Oh, I will. You guys together. I, I, I love, I love that you guys are so different and I, and I yeah. don't know how he is at home. Obviously, you know, I know that everybody is what, what they are on camera, but then at home there's, there's something different and you guys have been going for so how long now? So gosh, it's been, if Mateo's two and a half, almost four years, because we got pregnant 11 months into dating. Wow. like, and I know, and we just got married in August. So things happened fast, but we fell in love fast. And there was yeah. just such incredible chemistry there. And even when Artem and I danced, everyone was like, you bring something different out of him. He was like laughing a lot and goofing off. And everyone's like, who is this guy? Like, he's never like this. Yes. And I remember, I, w I wish they had showed more of that, but I think, you know, you have to like, they kind of portray like different characters every season. I just, they didn't want to show Artem as like the funny, goofy, but they always, they would laugh. Well, like, you we, never came off funny, goofy. No, they never aired my stuff yeah. that way. And we were, we goofed actually around so much and all the producers tell us like, you two are definitely having the most fun out of anyone. Oh my God. Uh, wow. Yeah. You, can, you can't hide it. When you, when you really like your partner, like really like them, there is yeah. a childlike quality that comes out of you that, that totally. you don't even know. You're like, where is this? I never had this with anybody else. That's how, that's how I felt with my partner, um, with, with Jeezy that we dated and, and fell for each other quite quickly and it felt comfortable. It, it felt like home, oh. you know? And yeah. Oh, I read a quote today. That was so cool. It, 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 every time we read a quote that makes us think of the other we send it to to one another and this one was one i was particularly like happy about because it's also something you should realize hopefully not too late in life and it said you know you find your soulmate not because they complete you but but because they inspire you to complete yourself they so mm. genuinely committingly lovingly are a supporter of you 
that they want everything in your environment to be calm and possible for you to create whoever it is that you want to be. And that, that is so true. And so, so you know, right. Right. And I think about my girlfriends today who are single and they, sometimes I'll hear them when I say, you know, what is it that you love about him? They're like, Oh, like, you know, he's, he's got this business. He he's, he's accomplished this. And, you know, he really loves to, to go do this, which I also love. I notice that women will just instinctively shape themselves. They'll compliment the men, like revere him. And then they'll shape themselves to be like, and this is why I, I compliment that. Well, never do we kind of say, Oh, he is these, these things, these for me. And that is why I feel like I can be a better version of myself or finally get to that place that I want to be, you know, because maybe we're afraid of that sounding selfish. But in that, in that quote was something really special that I like locked in to make sure that I share with my friends that you find somebody who loves you and is so wonderfully supportive of you, then they make you feel inspired to go complete yourself. I love, love that. that. I'm actually going to text that to my and husband. That's so after- true. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because with my husband, I remember one of my biggest things why I wanted to like get really serious with him is I told him, I'm like, you make me a better person. Like you make me feel good. Like just being around him and our conversations, I just always felt good. Yeah. That was, it's more than anything. I mean, he wasn't making any money and we're both just wrestlers on the road. And I'm like, do I really want to date a wrestler? But um, mm-hmm. yeah, he just always made me feel like a better version of me. And that's I can't huge. Buy that. huge. No, you can't. You can't. Energy is never a liar. And you should. My, a really good friend of mine, uh, Jared, told me people around you should feel like weight or wings. When you're done hanging out with them, do you feel light and full and you want to take off and you want to soar and you want to just milk in that feeling and come back for more? Or do you feel heavy? Do you feel like burdened? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel shame? Do you feel not like you can be yourself? Those are weight. So whenever you feel weight, you've got to clip that. You've got to absolutely surround yourself with that and and spend less time with those weights because the more you can feel with wings, that's when you really take off and see your potential. Yeah. And I have a question. If someone makes you feel like weight, what do you do to clip them off? For me, girl. Yeah. Do you want to read it in the book or do you want to, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not writing a book, but I, I, when I do, I really want to spend time on this because that is the biggest epiphany of my life thus far. I grew up somehow learning how to be a people pleaser. And I think it's twofold. I think, mm, interesting. So I, I, one part is culturally, and I'll explain that in a bit. And the second part is Just being genie, genies, if you ask anybody, anybody around me or anybody in Hollywood or you always hear like, genie's so nice. She's so sweet. She's so, you know, these things, which, which I, I, I'm thankful for. I think that's what you'll hear most of. You'll probably hear it. No, it has been. Yes, it's true. Okay. I mean, I'm done. I got my bitch days, but like for the most part, I really want people to feel good. Like I'm thankful to be where I am, a girl coming from the Bay, becoming um, where I've gotten to. I mean, you know, it's nothing short of of blessings and like good hard work. So I'm proud of that. But then there's another part where growing up Asian American in my community, somewhere from the majority of Vietnamese people came here from fleeing communism. So coming here as a boat person and then 
assimilating to fit the American culture. And also you usually start out with very humble means. So you're gracious for any step of the way that you can get, whether it's the job given to you, the shirt off someone's back, the squeezing yourself into a neighborhood where nobody looks like your skin color. So that is where, this is a deeper thing, but people who are Asian who are listening to your podcast, I think they'll understand. That is where the model minority myth came out. You know, Asians have always felt like, let, let me just blend in and let me not create ruckus. Let me not be the foreigners that came in and ruin what America's got going on here. But that also meant not asking for help when we needed it, not calling the police because you're afraid of being somehow in trouble with authority, um, not asking for healthcare because you're afraid of the bill that you can't afford. And so Asians are just kind of, they move in and, and they do their thing and you don't really hear from them. But then America kind of coined that as, oh, they are the model minority. This is how minorities should be. Don't come in here causing crime. Don't come in here taking our jobs. And that's not a title we wanted, you know? And I learned more about this growing up because I realized growing up, I was such a people pleaser that I never wanted to bother anybody. I never bothered anybody for a favor. I never spoke up if something bothered me. If somebody crossed my boundaries, I just kind of stayed quiet and took it. And that got up until maybe like my mid thirties when I realized and had kind of a, it was like a middle life awakening and not a crisis that I'm like, hey, I've said yes, yes, yes to everybody else, but no to me. And that meant being in a marriage I was unhappy in, living a life where I was a performer, I was being a television host for everybody else on and, and, and bright and chipper at six when I didn't always feel that way and all these things. And it took a lot about maybe like now, I would say maybe almost eight years of counseling to learn that somewhere in my culture, I had learned how to say yes to the point where I didn't speak out about my sexual abuse at from nine till 12 until I was near 40. I didn't talk about the times that past boyfriends had offended me or violated me or made me feel like I should. I mean, if you look back in my pictures, you would see like at one time I was alternative, then another time I was punk rock, then another time I was a skater. Like it was just all these things because I was fitting into who I was, but I never really found who Jeannie was, you know? Mm -hmm. So today, now I'm really, really thankful that I know how to draw firm boundaries. I know how to listen to that intuition, that feeling that you were talking about with your husband. When people make me feel good, I immediately clock that. And I'm like, you're somebody that I want to be around more. You're somebody that I want to let closer. Like I might let you over to my house because I used to let everybody over. I'll let everybody over to my house now. I don't let you into my like inner thoughts. I don't let you to know in my circle of what I'm doing. And before I used to give access to everybody, even my phone number. And so doing things like that People will take so much of you that after a while, your your cup is empty and you're not able to replenish yourself, you know? And so that's where I am now is really, really, I love boundaries. Oh my God, now I'm boundary happy. It's crazy. Yes. Right? You guys too? Oh, yes. We were well, power walking I, yesterday. We were power walking yesterday and talking about this because I still feel like Brie and I are in the stage where... We're like, we're going to do this because we're people pleasers. We've been working on it the past few years, but I feel like we're still... We're almost there. We've done a few boundaries, but we're almost there where we're fully like have done our boundaries and we're like, now we're in this place where, yeah, this is now about me and I'm doing my things. I, I see where sometimes we'll fall and we're like, shoot, 
we, we and we have to take the much. blame because we didn't set our boundaries. So right. we can't nice. get mad. Nice. That's yeah, huge. No. Yeah, wait, wait, we do. Wait. Yeah. That's huge right there. The fact that you ladies are self-aware to own when somebody's violated you or come too close or you ended up doing something you didn't want to do, you know that, wait a minute, that's my fault. I should have set the boundary. Like that's huge because self-awareness is the number one key over all of it. If you, if you don't get to that place of setting all the boundaries, making sure that you're self-aware to know where you should have drawn the line or know where you could have done a little different to make the outcome different. That is what 99% of this world have no idea about. That's why we have people who will go and blame others and be become overprotected uh, um, uh, and guarded to let other people in. They'll be on both sides of the spectrum of either too guarded or too open door policy than to just like understand like, wait a minute, I can control all of these people just by controlling myself. I agree. And I, I do believe that because I feel like when you're self-aware and you're easily able to just own it, it's you're less angry. You're less of there's no, no ego, none of it. You live a better life and you're better to people. So I think there's so much truth there. And, you know, I really love what you're saying about how you felt when you were growing up, like you and your family feeling that of just having to blend in and be under the radar. And I think it's so great that you bring that type of awareness, especially this month with AAPI Heritage Month. I you just, know I, that it's AAPI Heritage Month? Yes. yes. So wait, wait. we have, so Brie and I, we have Asian family. My dad grew up where our grandfather, who we didn't get to be too close to, is taught, was Tata. He's passed yeah. on now. He was, he was full-blooded Chinese. But my dad was raised with Mexicans and Chinese because Mexicali, it's very blended there, Mexican yeah. and Chinese. Yeah. And so we grew up with half of our relatives being Chinese. And they live in San Francisco, that side. But so, yes. <laughs> you guys, I'm from the Bay Area. So I, I no moved I from San Jose. Then I moved to San Francisco when I was 16, started my career there, and then moved to L.A. The Bay Area is where I call home. And so when you say that, I grew up predominantly with Mexican families, Black families, and then like a couple Chinese families. That's so that amazing. That's I love awesome. This. But no, I really thank you for wishing me a happy AAPI month because... I've never been wished that or at, from anybody that was outside of the Asian race. Like only Asian Aww. people know to like, you know, give it up to each other because we know it's our month. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's super dope that you guys know that. Oh, I love yes. that. Do you do anything like fun or special for the month? Yeah. You know what I do is I do more Asian things. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. So throughout the year, you know, obviously, you know, I'm doing just me and that doesn't mean I'm not as Asian. It just means like, I'm not doing like the traditional things that I love, love to do, like to go um, to more Asian restaurants during the month. I try to have cuisines that I don't normally get access to because it's a little harder, like Cambodian or Laotian, Hawaiian. This month for Monaco, I'm going to have her try every single different food, not just from the countries, but from like the different regions, you know, like North and South of Vietnam. And then actually a really exciting thing that I'm going to be sharing for the month of AAPI is the trip that I just recently took my husband on to Vietnam. I took oh. GZ to Vietnam for the first time. Have you guys been? No, no but we're I've dying always to wanted go. to go. Okay. Listen, we should go together. Listen, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. And, and for all y'all listening, you can at me because I'm I am straight up right now. I'm not even playing. I'm not even like I'm not biased. I am saying this. If you have traveled the world or have traveled 
to many places. And Vietnam has been something on the list. If you've traveled the world and Vietnam, I can safely say that Vietnam is one of the top three places you've ever traveled to in your life. Top three over everywhere else in the world. And at me, because Vietnam, I, I dare somebody to tell me different. Every single person I've talked to that's traveled to Vietnam has in, in tears told me how wonderful and beautiful of a, an experience mm-hmm. they've had, not just because of the land, not just because of the food, but the people. The, the Vietnamese mm-hmm. people are just, there's something unique about them. There's a, there's a fire in their belly for love and connection, yes. servitude. And, and it's, it's incredible. So I took Jeezy in three and a half weeks, I took him to eight regions from wow. the South to the North. And I've never been to the regions that I took him to. I've only been to Saigon, Ho Chi Minh. So first off, I have the itinerary. I have the whole plan. If you when when you guys are ready to go, you must. You, you will just fall in love because no other country has all of the natural wonders the way Vietnam does, from mountain to ocean to desert to the mountain to climb where Buddhism was created. The way the sea meets the rivers, it's it's incredible. Yeah, so so my whole trip will be on my YouTube. I have a YouTube channel called Hello Hane, and that's where I'm going to show all the footage of what I dragged my husband to go do. <laughs> we, we rode the mopeds to the street of Saigon. We did farming oh, to understand oh. how to make rice. We scaled the mountain that I spoke of. It's called Inthu Mountain, and this mountain is where, in the 1700s, Buddhism for Vietnam was created. And we did do the mountain, and we went to the ninth wonder of the world, which is Halong Bay. It was unbelievable trip wow. oh my gosh i'm we definitely gonna have, have to, to do that i'm gonna watch oh, and YouTube. would you take yeah. your would you bring the kids you leave them at home Question. so when i went um it's been 10 years since i visited and this is the first time like i said that i visited the whole country it was so easy breezy it was so accommodating like there are yeah. from from high low hotels every type of restaurant every type of transportation but in the most humble way that it would that it wasn't at all difficult to navigate around and so I realized okay. that I'm gonna take Monaco this year I actually think I'm gonna take her and it's just so much fun and it's so inexpensive too I, we were staying in five-star gorgeous hotels for a fraction of what you would pay out here and all types of services they have this thing called grab you guys so you know how we have uber and uber eats and postmates yeah yeah they have a thing called grab which is all in one but on mopeds so in, I had to get out the door in 20 minutes to go do, actually, I did uh, the cover of Elle magazine out there. So, oh, oh yeah. Well, yes. Thank you. But in 20 minutes, Amazing. I needed my nails filled, my lashes retouched. I needed two types of different lip colors, a pair of um, heels for the photo shoot and a ride. In 20 minutes, five different grab mopeds drove to my house and they did my nails, did my th- everything. And it was all, I think everything was under $50, $50 for my lashes, for my nails, for my heels. Like I, yeah, it's next level. How fun. Oh my gosh. That's going to to number one now. Yes. And like Buddhism is just one of just my favorite. I studied world religions in college and Buddhism and Hinduism, both like I got so drawn into. And I think that's probably what makes those people so special. It's just their souls. And 
the Buddhism way is just such a beautiful way. Well, going back to what we talked about self-awareness, I mean, that's like their number one foundational thing is to be self-aware of what we are causing to the point that, you know, they are aware of any type of karma that you do, even just killing an ant is, is karma or even hurting the cycle of of life in some way by eating meat is something that, that they won't partake in. Like it's just, it's abundantly loving, beautiful, peaceful. And so for you, you would have to do Intho mountain because you have that relationship with religion and, and you appreciate Buddhism, babe, the whole mountain, this mountain, I don't know in meters and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know, but it takes four hours to hike it. So if you did the whole thing, it's, oh. it's four, four to six hours. Okay. If, you're, if you're, if you're, you know, a little bit slower, but it's very steep. And the mountain is comprised of steps that the, the monks built. So it's shallow steps that go up like this. So it's not like you can step like you do a stairwell when you're at like Westfield Mall. It's like these little shallow steps that require you to step thoughtfully and slow. And what the monks originally did when they hiked this was they did two steps up, stop and bow. Two steps up, stop and bow. And that's why the steps oh. are so shallow to do this. Girl, I mean, that is not what I was doing. I was like, let me get this shit. I got an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> this. I got, so I went like, I was going, you know, I was scaling like 10 at a time, but it made, but as you're doing it for four and a half hours, you're looking at this and you're like, in the 1700s, this is, this is what they did. This is what they did to pay respect to every single element about the the land and the area. It's, it's stunning. Yeah. So that's such a cool class. I would have wanted to take. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I love that. You know, I mean, I, I I look at that and I'm like, could you imagine if everyone lived life thinking they're no greater than an ant that you're just, you're equal. I mean, it would be so beautiful, right? I know. Absolutely. There's something to that. There's no, there, there really is. And that we, that we all, were of exactly the same story that we're all going through our same journey of, of pain and discovery, you know, just that empathy towards each other. I remember uh, I asked Dr. Drew that I said, he was on our talk show and I said, Dr. Drew, if you could wave a magic wand over this world and heal, heal us, stop wars, you know, end racism, what, what would it be? What would everybody need to have? And he said, empathy. He said, if we just shut up, and listened, but not just listened with our ears, but listened with our spirit, we would actually be able to see each other so much more than we do with our eyes today. And I, I thought that was beautiful. That is, the, I mean, full body chills. That's so beautiful. And it's so true. Yeah. We just feel people like yeah. feel and listen with our hearts and our soul. Yeah. It's, we would understand where people come from and, and what they're going through, but how we have to make this a better place. And well, but that, that makes everyone's it... going through their own struggles, right? Yes, right. absolutely. But that now, ladies, we do have that power, so to speak, with our children. Like mm-hmm. to me, the end all question is, how do you as a mom or how do you as parents teach your child to have empathy? You know what yes. I'm saying? Yep. Like, how do you yep. really get them to feel for another when they don't have the toy you have, or when you really want the last cookie, but you got to think for a second and share, or they really get, um, or, or some kid is mean to them at school and you've got to teach them in some way, like, trust me, it's not about you. That's about what's going on for them themselves. You know, like I, I think about these things all the time and I'm like, how am I going to teach Monaco 
because she's actually very fiery. She's very temp- like, I don't, do your kids throw tantrums? Has that happened yet? Oh, yes. Our boys so they do. Fling no, themselves they do. on the ground and they like become like this, like a petrified piece of wood. And they, like, <laughs> you know, isn't it weird? It's like, wild. So, so I'm like, how am I going to teach that? <laughs> Right. You know know what I feel like? My husband does a really great job with our kids, but with bugs. I mean, let alone bugs. He's very like when they find him, everyone wants to kill a bug. Yeah. And my husband is very much with the kids. He teaches them. He's like, this bug has a life. It is. It could be a mom. It could be a dad. Like he really goes through it and then they'll find they'll get a jar and it will take a long process. But I feel like if we wow. can teach our children the importance of life, no matter how big or small, and even how we're very big with um, nature, my husband and I are, you know, we're very, um, we're pretty much like environmentalist. And so we also teach them like, you know, about the trees and about, you know, just they garden with us. So they know the importance of a little seed and what it can bloom into. But I feel like all those little things start to teach kids how to be just empathetic to life. Yeah, and no, you're totally right. It's true. It's just those little things because they'll start to realize that, okay, if this bug's life is so important, so is the kid in my class. So I think those little things kids yeah. can relate to. Yeah. Well, what your husband, tantrums. Yeah. Your husband also did something powerful is he, again, made your child see the bug more than just this thing with four, four, six or 20 legs. He's like, this could be a mom. This could be a dad. Like actually personifying what this is beyond just what we see. And that's really powerful. That tiny little, that tiny little switch is, is, is different. And you're not wrong to also turn to nature as the ultimate teacher, because in every religion, they have so much respect for plants and green and, and wildlife and, and animals. I do remember one time, Monaco, the first time she saw like a bouquet of flowers that we had, and my husband bought for me, her first instinct was like, <clears throat> and she like scr- strangled them. And I was like, oh my God, no, no, Monaco, no, no, no. And she's like, why? It's too pretty. And, you know, she's doing the thing. And I started to teach her to, when whenever we walk outside, we have these little dandelions. I would just go, oh my God, look, look how pretty. Wow. And I just like petted it super lightly, super gently. Yep. And you know how they, they, they copy you? Of that, yep. She started doing it. She's now yeah. she's just like, hi, wow, wow. And I'm standing by, like waiting for the <laughs> and, and no, she she did it. Now, whether or not she's connecting, but that action is definitely showing more thoughtfulness than you know. So 100%. you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. 100 No, it's so good and true. And when Mateo has his tantrums that are like if we're not outside, um, the a developmental specialist had told me like when he hits, cause right now he's in the stage, like if he's not going to get his way, he'll hit me. And so I have to be like, hands are for being gentle. Hands are for hugging or like a feet if he kicks. And it is crazy. Cause like before he, this morning he was about to do something. I go, what are hands for? He's like hugging. And I'm like, who's a nice boy? And he goes, nice boy. But at first I was like, this isn't working a lot, but now I could tell I've been consistent and now he's starting to understand like, okay, hands, I could be gentle. Now look, he's going to hit at times and that's totally. going to, but now he's starting to but you, think about it. Like, yeah. okay, I need to be more gentle with this. Cause we're dealing, he pinches a lot and 
he's a full on Leo and we've given him a ton of attention on top of it. And so if we're not paying attention to him or if the teacher at school isn't, he pinches and he wants your attention. And I mean, he will be playing by himself so great. And I'll just then go sit and I'll grab my phone. Like my sister, he's obsessed with my sister and he went to go play and she got on her phone and wasn't it weird? The minute my sister got on her phone and she was just going to show me something, he came up and hit her. Oh my God. And then I could tell he felt, I made him feel really bad, but I think he couldn't believe he did to my sister. And like, you know how sometimes they say they can lose the baby pout? Oh my gosh. He had the biggest pout. It was like, I mean, in the moment I was like, oh, that's so cute that he could still do that big old frown. But I could tell he was like so upset, but wow. It, it's true, but I really love Brian's way of like just making them appreciate life and yeah. knowing, you know, the little things. Oh, for sure. And, you know, gosh, this has just been so amazing. But I one thing we do really want to know is because you are now have a new show at America's Test Kitchen, The Next Generation. Um, what is streaming now? It's streaming now on Thank Amazon you. Freebie. <laughs> yes. What is some of your, do you have, do you like to cook one? And if you do, do you, what are your, some of your favorite dishes? And especially it being API month, are you going to cook some special dishes this month? Great, hey. great question. So, God. okay. So I love to cook and I cook a lot of different dishes. The problem is, I have not learned prop. No, I have not been able to conquer any Vietnamese dishes. Here's why. It's really fucking hard. Vietnamese yeah. food is, it's, it takes time and patience. And I just don't have that. I'm like, I, my meals are all 30 to 45 minutes max. The last 45 minutes is usually me plating it pretty to get a nice Instagram picture. But usually it's like everything else is super easy. It's like, it's like, um, um, you know, lamb, lamb chops or knowing how to flambe, you know, something, you know, easy and simple or to roast cheese on a, on a steak. It's, it's easy, cool, inventive things that are just quick and have like a, a flashy look to it. But Vietnamese, you're stewing that damn bone for like two days. You're driving for me all the way down to the Vietnamese market to get every single herb that no Ralph's and no Whole Foods ever has to make sure that you get that perfect taste. It's uh, marinating a duck and finding somebody to cut the head off. It's like these things that I don't know how to do. So to answer your question, yes, this AAPI month, I am going to focus myself and sit down with my mom who hates me at this point because she's tried for 40 years to teach me how to cook. <laughs> I, just, I can't because I'm on my phone. I'm walking away. I'm checking my makeup. It's like all the things that she's like, I don't want to teach you anymore. Why you ask me to do this and you keep walking away. So I'm like, okay, this time I'm going to this time for real. So yes, yes. Oh, I love Good. that. Yes. I'm going to go with the simple pho because oh. I think that's just a staple I have to figure out because my mom's brought this sickening it's it's the best oh. and then the second thing i did learn to make in vietnam and i'm going to try to duplicate it here it's all in the batter is this dish called ban seo and we call it the vietnamese crepe it's basically made out of like egg flour and i think it's mung bean flour and and you pour a, a thin layer of it on a pan you get it cooked just enough right where it's still a little soft in the center and then you fill it with things like pork and bean sprouts and or shrimp and if you're really good, you you tilt the pan just enough 
while it's cooking so that the edges get really thin and you get a nice crispy fold. Like real true Vietnamese people will go really good on the edges so that it the, the edge comes up so high. And when it cooks and folds over, your edge is like this much of a potato chip around the edge. It's so wow. cool. And then you dip it into delicious, good nook mum, which is the traditional fish sauce. It's the best dish ever, you guys. So when I learn to wow. make it, I'll invite you over. Oh my yes, gosh. Please. I know I'm hungry. I know. Like, my stomach just started growling. Oh my gosh. I would love that. Yes. That'd be so fun. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace. Yours. Visit a live archaeological dig site on the very grounds where America began, or walk the fields where our country was won. Live like a colonial by day or track 18th century ghosts by night. For all the history to be found here, there's plenty more to make for yourself. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. Warning things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. That is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Jeannie, this has been amazing. I feel like we could talk to you forever. forever. I'm like, I have to go pick up intro. my kids. I logged on and we started. <laughs> I feel like we all need to hang out and have some wine. We and do. And Artem will bring him. And Artem yes. would love to cook with you as well. He yeah. would love that. Yes. he He's so good. At, and he does a lot of his Russian dishes, but... Artem has such amazing patience. So he's someone who will work on a stew for two days or a broth for two days. He'll set his timer, go wake up in the middle of the night to check on the broth. Oh, he for sure would. Yeah. yeah, he is. He does all that stuff. It's, I'll take you well, up I can't on lose my last 10 pounds of baby weight because Brie was over yesterday when he did homemade pasta. I mean, I just stopped by and next to you know, I'm eating a bowl of pasta. I'm like, wait, this wasn't on the game plan for me today. <laughs> yeah. but here I am. He's a good chef. So you guys will have fun in the kitchen again. Yes. But we always like to end our episodes with a little inspiration, affirmation. Is there a quote or a mantra or a motto you live by? Yes, I always say, own you before they do. Mm. And what that means is we have things about us that we either 
love or we don't love or we're getting to love, right? It could be something, it could be the fact that for me, I don't have great grammar. So I'm always messing up. Like my, my, my speech is like always jacked up and it feels like I, I don't know how to speak English. Or you might have a speech <laughs> impediment or you might have a funky toe or you might have something in your past that, that you're working through and, and that you're embarrassed about. Whatever it is that you have, you've got to own that. Like you've got to really come out there and just own like, this is who I am. Look guys, if I, if I mess up in the way I'm speaking, it's because I spoke Vietnamese first and I also took ESL twice or whatever it is. Like you've got to own it because the second somebody else calls you out on that thing you're trying to hide, they've taken something that is your power. And that is what makes us feel like shame. And so my advice to everybody is whatever it is today, wherever you are in your, in in your, in your walk of life, own what, what it is. That is true about who you are, even if you're learning through it. Don't give anybody else your power to call that out for you. Okay. You just gave me goosebumps head to toe. (laughs) You're like, this has been such an incredible talk. I don't even want to say interview, just chat. Like you're, you're just naturally inspiring, but you have such incredible energy and you have a lot of great wisdom. Thank you. So do you guys. I love this. We're going to continue this over Artem's pasta. If my fud doesn't work out. Yes. yes. Okay. There you go. It's a date. Okay, Jeannie. We'll have a beautiful month and a great Thank day. You. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Take care. Yes. You too. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness. I just love Jeannie Mai. What an incredible conversation. Yeah. She's, you know, it's one of my new favorites ever, ever. Me too. And I love seeing like where she's come from and where she's at. It's really inspiring. And I love her energy. The best. And the way she talks, her style, energy. all of it. And if you want to get more of her, follow her on her Instagram at the Jeannie Mai. And also you can see her on America's Test Kitchen, The Next Generation, right. streaming now on Amazon Freebie. Also, if you didn't catch me on Ridiculousness, catch up with me on MTV Ridiculousness and Nikki and I on E's Prank Wars. Woohoo! Tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Yes. And Brie, you know, I think we forgot to tell everyone about this, but that you can actually stream Nikki Bella Says I Do on Peacock. What? I know. I forgot to let you all know that. I think it's been like a few weeks, but <laughs> <laughs> my brother's the one who actually got the alert screenshot and sent it to me. And I was like, oh my gosh. We're on Peacock. So for you all, go catch up on Nikki Bella Says I Do, Peacock. And if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, make sure to subscribe because the next month we have something very special for you. Um, We are bringing our life coach on and we are doing a very cool four episode series. So you're not going to want to miss it because you're definitely going to be able to take a lot away from it. Also, you can look for videos on the Nikki and Bree Show IG page, TikTok, Facebook, and coming soon, YouTube. That's right. Well, you know what, everyone? This has been an incredible episode. I am happy to be back. And make sure to subscribe, like, and tell all your friends. And until next week, have a great Mother's Day weekend. Oh, my gosh. Happy Mother's Day to all of our mamas out there. Make Sunday all about you. Rosé all day. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Here, our waters are splashing and rejuvenating. Our history is for seeing and experiencing. Our theme parks are for riding and sometimes flying. And our great outdoors are yours for exploring and restoring. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace.